Welcome to You Had Me at Halo's Spoiler Cast, where today we're going to talk about the fourth ever TV episode for Halo, including, but not limited to, butt cracks, Spartan midlife crises, Master Chief putting his helmet on, and then almost, then almost immediately taking it back off, more butt cracks, and why you can't take teenagers to funerals. But before we get into all that, let's go ahead and meet today's cast. Uh, first up, we got Spartan Jesse, a.k.a. Mr. Don Cabeza. How's it going, Mr. Jesse? I am doing very well. I hope everyone else is having a wonderful Friday. It is Friday, so that's always better than Monday. <laughs> you, might say, you might say it's a good Friday. Yeah, that's a good Friday. <laughs> Pun intended, I guess. <laughs> so... Next up, we got Ursul, a.k.a. Mr. Soulblazer. Thanks for making it with, uh, to, to be with us today. No problem. I was on my PC like doing something else. I'm like, man, if I'm already up here, might as well join the episode. Uh, I might be a little quieter than usual. Might be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Mr. Soul is feeling a little bit under the weather, so uh, we just dragged him out here to, uh, you know, just because. We just wanted to see what would happen, honestly. Uh, next up, we got Spartan. I don't know with that. <laughs> just, just wanted to see what was gonna happen. Uh, next up, we got Spartan Austin, aka Mister Forebear. How's it going? What's going on, my fellow Capital G gamers? <laughs> Having a good day, guys. Super ready, super ready to to talk about this amazing episode of the Halo television series and some other cool stuff. I can't tell if that was sarcasm, but we're gonna find out soon. We have not discussed this show yet, so. Uh, finally, we got uh, we have Spartan Amanda, aka Mandela. How are you doing, Amanda? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. <laughs> Glad it's Friday. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. They had right. me working right up until five oh four. You know that's the thing. Like I feel like we come to these. Uh, uh, we're always coming to this, this show on Friday, like kind of a little bit on fire, right? Uh, it just feels like we're all juggling and barely getting to sit down in time so uh it's uh, this time we haven't had a chance to even even get a, a hint at what anybody on this panel thought of the show so this is really going to be interesting because i think uh, usually we've had a chance to to talk about it a little bit uh but finally i'm i'm your host i am spartan abe aka one bad mother uh so without further ado let's just jump right in to this show um all right, so I guess I want to start with you this week, Jesse. Uh, I want to just get a feel from you. Yeah, I think you've been generally pretty positive coming in on most of the shows. Uh, I wanted to see kind of like where you're at with this, and I, I'll let you just kind of start with the you know the first first thing that stick, sticks out to you this week. Um, the Quan Ha stuff is boring, and it's t- it took up yes. too much of the show. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. It's just taking too long to get there, and pretty much all she's doing is just getting everyone she loves killed. So it's funny in that way, because she's like, oh, I'm so important, we got money, and her aunt's like, no, you're not, and no, we don't, and bleh, and, you know, so everyone's getting murdered. Um, Soren's great. The actress who's playing Quaha is very good. Byrne Gorman is full-on twirling mustache evil. I'm hoping there's more nuance there, but I doubt it. Um, yeah, on the whole, everything... With um, John and Kai and all that, I thought was excellent. Like, I really like um, the actress that plays Kai, and I think she's really good, and Vanek is funny as hell. Um, I'm really interested to see where that goes with um, half of the squad now, you know, trying to understand emotions again for the first time in a very long time. Um, Her interactions with uh, Miranda was really good in this episode, I thought. A lot of the stuff they went over and their interactions and their their talk it felt natural for someone who um they're essentially both daughters of a really awful person and i i get the when spartans on on a mission it's never been normal in canon for them to have all their armor and helmet on so i don't know why people are getting so annoyed that he takes his helmet off all the time because if it's not in the middle of a firefight not in the middle of a, an op where you know they're getting shot at it just makes sense to not always have armor and a helmet on. Yeah, we're, we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna jump into some of that. I think you touched on a couple of things. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get some like high level thoughts from everybody, and I think uh, you know uh, we'll pick out a couple of the areas that you guys all keyed in on. You know, uh, I, I already kind of spoiled the, the, my key 
my key focuses uh, in my introduction. <laughs> but forebear, uh, how about you, Matt? Let's uh, let's what, hear from butt you. Cracks? <laughs> butt cracks. Butt cracks. <laughs> like we had two of them this week, not just I one, think, two butt cracks. <laughs> I think this episode. I think this episode was at times one of the one of the better, more interesting episodes. Uh, I agree with Jesse as far as like the people getting upset about the armor thing. I was almost surprised that Chief wore armor to Aridnus, um, but makes sense. He's you know technically out on the field. They don't know what to expect. That whole thing. Uh, I think that this was also some of the weakest that the show has been. Uh, and and like you said, when we when we start to like dive deeper into it, we'll we'll get into that a little bit more. I love every actor in the show is perfect for their roles. I think that, like Jesse said, especially the Quahan stuff, or sorry, the Quan Ha stuff, uh, I think that, I, I just think that these actors aren't being given material that's, that's go. that, that plays to their strengths. I think that yeah. they are doing a great job with what they have. And even that being said, I don't necessarily think that the material is like bad. I just think that it could, of course, be better. That's that was where that's kind of where I'm at right now with with this episode. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you said that because you you were saying you think all, all the actors are, are right for the roles, but I was about to say, do you think all the writers are right for these actors <laughs> and actresses? Because uh, we're going to dive into that here shortly, uh, Mr. Soul. Um, I want to try to get your opinion before you fall asleep on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, um... what do you think of it? Just high level thoughts. Uh, when I first finished the episode, I was like, mm, you know, didn't, didn't kind of, I thought some things were too off. But then as I mm -hmm. took some time and thought about it, it was honestly just the Quan Ha sections that I had problems with. Um, I didn't like her in the previous episode, and this episode was that times more, right? Mm -hmm. And that entire, I guess you guys are right where it's like the writing feels so off sometimes. It almost feels like, the Chiefs scenes are written by someone else and the other scenes are written by someone else. But my issue with, with the Quan Ha stuff is that, and this is something a lot of Marvel shows do, in fact, every Marvel show does, mm -hmm. is the writing suffers for the plot. Basically, we need to get character to point A, point B, point C, right. and we got to use the writing however we need to to get it there. So Soren is walking around with like no protection, no armor. He's letting this straight-up fugitive just show her face around to everybody. You know, stuff like that just didn't make sense to me, and it was kind of frustrating <laughs> seeing that. Even though he is a really cool character, though I was completely checked out of that that action scene. The freaking the helmet that he puts on when they get on the bike, I was like, <laughs> "Fuck off, dude!" Like, oh, it's so bad. But uh, it's to be honest, it's just that, it's just the Quan Ha part. I thought the other parts were actually really well. See, Silver Team, that scene with Silver Team was really well done. I thought, for example, it's hard. It's really hard to ignore the Quan Ha stuff, though, because yeah. that seemed like that was a bulk. That was like the focus. It that was the focus of the show. For sure. Everything else seemed like it was just to break up pacing or change pace, and it was. Uh, mm -hmm. But anyways, yeah, let's let's hear it from you, Amanda. Like, what were some of your high level ones, and then we're gonna dive into. The, I guess we'll we'll start diving right into some of the main stuff right after that. Um, I <clears throat> I most enjoyed the 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 scenes with. Master Chief and Halsey going back to what is it? Aridness. 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 Um, I'm so I don't mad know, about I that. I, Reading the books for years and years, I thought it was pronounced Aridonis, but sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to remember that. Um, I. It was like it was so tense. I really like the scenes because she, because I've been waiting to introduce my ballsy Halsey nickname and I haven't been able to, and then I'm not going to be able to this week either because she was not ballsy. And just to see her like a little bit scared and freaked out was was um, some nice development that we needed from her. Yeah, uh, I, I think there is some some potential interesting things developing there. Um, but I think, you know, uh, kind of getting into my just high level thoughts of this show, I, I honestly thought this is probably the, the weakest. I mean, it's right it, to me. It was it was there with with the uh, second episode of the season i think you know obviously with as as the fourth episode of the season as you get into the midpoint you don't like to lose momentum like that um but let's go ahead and just kind of dive right into like the, the 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 key thing um and so you pointed it out and i thought it was i, I thought it was really fair because that was your thoughts were really along the lines of me it, it was like it, it was almost as if somebody said told these writers or the writer for the the uh, this, <laughs> this, this adventure that they're on, this little side mission that they're doing. Um, 
All right, you got to get them to like you got to make like four major things happen within five minutes of show, <laughs> and they're like you know they're getting to the planet. Uh, she's she's and and I think in order to like to have them, you know, have uh, what's his name? Um, what's the, the the main baddie on the planet there? Burn the names. Gorman. Yeah. yeah, the Gorman character, that guy. So, like, in order to get him to know that they're there, she's got to be dumb, you know, right off the bat. Like, you know, I'm going to leave my hood off and I'm going to run into a crowd while I'm on the TV. It's like, all right, come on. <laughs> like, right there, it's like, come on. Um, and then and then you move over to, you know, him, him bringing in, in some assassin because they don't want to make a martyr of her. But within a few seconds of that, attempt they're going to try to make a martyr of her with a bunch of people that shoot like stormtroopers and it was just like so messy that they're going like from one thing to another but you know so kind of was your like kind of dive a little bit more into that like what were some of the things that you thought there like uh um you know am i am i being a little bit too harsh on on some of the writing or like do we think that no those scenes sucked yeah i mean <laughs> and there's still cool scenes where like take people out that was fun um, yeah, it's it's fun seeing like Soren fight. I think it's it, it has earned the title of the B plotline. Like, yes, it is definitely the weaker plotline. Uh, definitely feels like it's a side thing that, like, in my mind, could play itself out. Hopefully, by the end of the season, and then like next season, it's not something we fucking ever think about again. Because I really I, I'm over it again. completely. <laughs> you know what would be amazing if. Uh... Actually, I'll wait until this is the end of the episode. But um, <laughs> you're right, uh, Abe. It's like, don't make a martyr of someone. And then you just kill the aunt, so the dude's sister, like right away. What the heck? The it doesn't make sense. Do that. This goes back to what I was saying the week before. It's like we were trying to fill in the blanks on some of the stuff. But now it's like I just, whoever's handling that storyline, I'm just assuming that it's the same same writer, writers, or whatever. It's just. There's two writers um, on the entire show. Same two guys. So. Oh, is it? Episode. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. that stuff is. <laughs> yeah, it's no, like... there has to be more. There, there's people behind the scenes. There's not two credited. people writing the entire no, show. There, there's two people that are on, only two people are credited on IMDb. Then. Yeah, that's the, the way it works. Story. But there's there is definitely a writer's room. Mm. It's like just, my issue with the episode, for example, was in fact I actually got excited about that storyline for a second because you know when uh, she meets her aunt and her aunt's like, "There's something you need to know about your father." I'm like, oh man, are we finally gonna get into like uh, the right. grayness, the messiness of of the insurrectionists? And then no, it's another foreigner plotline. Come on, <laughs> like we already have a foreigner plotline running with the chief, right? We really need another Quan Ha's family has also been guarding foreign artifacts and this planet or something, and like that's why the the cave was there, which is where I think it's gonna go in the next couple episodes. It's uh, I don't know. Yeah, just... it was like, why was there fort so close to that object? It was like mm. obviously there's something yeah going yeah. on. I guess the issue is it's there's one thing for a B plot line to be not as good, right? I've seen some shows where like I don't really care much for the other plot lines, but whatever, I'll, I'll still watch them, right? The problem with the, the Quan Ha plot line in Magical is it's legitimately bad writing, in my opinion, at least so far. They can still turn it around. They're still in their, what, four or five episodes, you know? Five, I think, actually. There's quite a bit of, bit of the show left. We're not even halfway through. But like, at least so far, it's just the character's super unlikable. Um, I've heard rumors that uh, people are thinking she might be like a Spartan three candidate, which would be interesting to see in in on uh, on screen. But from what they showed right now, mm. yeah, there's got to be more than your dad went into the desert and came back changed, and then the fort was right next to the forerunner um, yeah. object. So it's like there has to be more. Otherwise, it's just eye roll. So, so Forbear, how about you, man? Like, uh, anything you want to kind of add to that? I think I, it feels like so far we're kind of unanimous on that. By the way, yeah. is my is my volume okay? I think I've got yep. some technical difficulties. I, I, in my opinion, it's a little blown out. It sounds a little blown out listening to it uh, on YouTube, but just just a little bit. Um, okay, let me go as and far I'll as lower you. Hold on. As far okay. as like the the, the Quan Ha stuff goes, man, like it's it's frustrating. <laughs> I, I imagine that this will either run its course and she'll be the ruler of Madrigal by the end of it, or they'll find a way to tie her back into the chief story and there'll be like a big reunion towards the end of the season. I wish that I honestly kind of cared one way or the other, and I don't right now. Uh, I think the most interesting thing that could happen, 
unfortunately, is that they find another foreigner artifact there on Madrigal that does connect back to like the the foreigner stuff that's going on with Chief and all of that. Uh, I think Soren's an interesting character. I would like to see mm-hmm. him be uh, be more. Be more of like the the loose cannon badass like ex Spartan than than he has so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like Russell yes. said earlier, I think that we got some cool stuff this episode where he actually fought people and then like asked them like, "Do you really want me to embarrass you again?" When they tried <laughs> to stop him, I thought that was a great character moment, but was the only interesting thing that happened on Madrigal this entire episode, which sucks because, like everyone else has said, was most of this episode. And Soren, the problem I, I have with that is that, that he's my go-to example of uh, writing that forces characters to do certain things. He's right. been the leader of this outlaw rubble, right, for decades right. at this point. And you're telling me that he didn't bring someone else to guard his ship or to hide something. Or he's walking around with a fugitive without a helmet or any kind of mask or anything. It's just like, this doesn't feel but any character for him. chest piece on? Like, with his name written on weird, it and man. with numbers? You know what I mean? It's just, from the character I learned of him in episodes two and three... It didn't feel like he would be making these decisions in episode four. That always kind of irritates. Uh, shows do it. All, movies do it all the time too. They move the plot mm-hmm. forward. It's just I'm not a fan of that. You know. No, and that and that's kind of like you know for for me it's always about them staying consistent, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's you can you can almost do anything you want as long as you stay consistent with it. And if a character is going to change, it has to make sense. And I just and, and I think the, one of the biggest problems I have is obviously. Quan Ha is supposed to be a, a major character, somebody you're rooting for. Like, why do they got to make the good guys so stupid? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, and I feel like they do it because it's easy. Yeah. It's easy to move the plot along. It's a lot harder to make that person smart, but make the make the you know baker make the bad guys smarter, right? Like, try to do mm-hmm. something along those lines. And so it's just easy to make her just really dumb. You know, yelling out in the middle of a funeral. <laughs> you know, just you know, like just. Well, that, so that had so much potential for for the person to have like somehow traded the the you know uh Quahan's father and and right. like all of that. Like I thought that that's where that was gonna go. I was like, oh, that's way more interesting mm-hmm. than what's been happening. And then they immediately threw it aside. Like, man, we're not gonna chase that thread. We're gonna we're gonna do something else. It's like the contrast between the Quanha moments, which are like super basic and being hit in your head. Hey, this is happening. Hey, this is that. And then you switch over to the Chiefs moments, which are really subtle. I thought in this episode, right? Subtle emotion, subtle memories coming back. You're not in a way. It's Chief. Does he realize what happened? Is he mad at Halsey? Like, what's he happening here? You know, and that difference kind of exaggerated the flaws of Quanha's part in this episode. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, and that's what it's been drop. like. Oh, go ahead. They uh, go ahead. they name dropped someone in the opening sequence too. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Yes. Who again? Yes. Yes, that was cool. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> right away, uh, <laughs> go ahead and uh, clarify what you're talking about. He was the Spartan the head of the yeah. Spartan training program. Oh, okay. So there were gotcha. 16 or something after they got their uh, enhancements. Yeah, there was actually a few callbacks to the books. Uh, well, at least at least one specifically, right? Uh, the coin flip thing. It, it oh, that was great. Right. Ooh. That was probably, you, like, that's probably one of the best Everything parts. that's happened yeah. that like yeah. does diverge from canon was probably the only thing that will happen in the show that I was disappointed that didn't follow more closely to the, the source material. I really like in the books where, you know, it's all the kids. They're mm, like yeah. tossing yeah. with each other on the playground. Chief is like up on the hill and he's like a little badass. And then like <laughs> plays, you know, with the coin with Halsey. I right. thought that this is an interesting way to do it where Halsey was in their mm. house with John and probably John's parents, uh, especially since John's dad is a scientist and would know yeah. who Dr. Halsey is. Crazy stuff. Yeah. So there's there some interesting things there. So I guess we, we won't belabor too much the chronology because I think we kind of hit it all. It's just, just I yeah. just think it's abrupt okay. writing. It's late. It's, oh, go ahead. So sorry, it's yeah, really quick. So I, I was reading comments. People were saying uh, Soren's gun looked a lot like uh, out of Destiny. It 100% looked like a hand cannon right? to me. It looked like last word. <laughs> 100%. Uh, I wonder if that was on purpose. It had to be, right? I mean, even I the way know. he, even yeah. like the exaggerated firing motion of it is like, come on, man. <laughs> Tell me you've never shot a revolver before in your life. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about the kickback? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
You don't even need to play Destiny for thousands of hours to know what you're talking about there. Even me, who's barely played Destiny, knows what you're talking about there. <laughs> Amanda, you were... Uh, Amanda, you were saying something. What, what were you about to say? I was just going to say before we move on, I just think Soren is much more interesting character than being Quan's chauffeur around. Yeah. Yep. Yes. You know, the, the little thing. Like, we need something else from him, which I hope... I you think know. it would have been really cool <laughs> for him to have like tagged along with Chief while Chief is like becoming a human again. I yeah. think that that would have been way more interesting than like you said, like Shepard yeah. Quan Ha. With him being like, see, see, see how nice it is to be right. fully human. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what it feels. You know what? This this week it just feels like this week's episode was like a like a, was like a generic side mission. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> yeah. mean, One of the games. I, I, it the things that I skipped over that like this show is this season is nine episodes. Why does it feel like in the middle of it we're getting a filler episode, man? Right. Yeah. And, and like, what is po what possibly filler, is but... gonna come from um, what's gonna come from this magical? Like, it's got to be something really big for it to be worth the payoff. So it's getting glassed, right? I'm not the only one who thinks that. I mean, I think that's glassing, the most interesting thing that could it's happen. Glass and core cannon. Um, glassing it shows that even if you ally with the UNSC, that doesn't save you from the covenant, right? If they want to glass your planet, they're going to glass your planet. Like, you can't really stop that. Right. Um, so that's where I think it's going to go. And that's where I hope, holy crap, that's where I hope it goes. So, so this is basically just setting up so that we can witness that and you know what if if they haven't already planned on glassing it you know after the feedback they probably just will it'd be like if, 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 I, I always keep going back to game of thrones because <laughs> uh you remember when they brought the sand snakes in there and then everybody hated them and then they just wrote them off like, <laughs> like the beginning of the next season like, it's like we're just gonna kill them all <laughs> they're all killed in one Keo walker makes a really good point in a uh, chat is like when she got all upset because like we're really scared of the covenant they're terrifying and she's like who cares i want to do what my dad wanted and it's like yeah. hey, shut up they, they are legitimately yeah. scared yeah. for a legitimate reason you dumbass yeah it's just, yeah you uh, haven't been here for like a week and a half dude you don't know what's going on like you're seeing what's going on on tv but that's barely telling the story but she I, saw she was there she was literally well, there no, and of, saw of course but she hasn't care. been there for the aftermath of it it's all right? like, she's being incredibly mm -hmm. selfish you know yes. what ursula yes. i think you bring up a great point about magical getting well, she's being a teenager a hundred percent, which plays into something that I'm upset about in this episode. But I, I wonder if they won't glass reach in this. Show. I don't. I don't think they will. Not in this season. I really don't think mm. so. It's a really expensive place to have built all of these real. If you watch the um, like the behind the scenes things this week, they build everything for real that they yeah. can. So there's no. I I get it if they don't glass it right away. If it's something they yeah. build up to. Yeah. And then yeah. they can like repurpose these sets to be on Earth or something. Um, Reach is definitely. Yeah, I think they for Reach sure, will go down. Season. I don't yeah. know if it's yeah. I don't know if it's season one, yeah. um, but like when they've spent this many millions building so many different places in Reach like that, I get I get why you budget wise you don't just say okay now we got to completely mess these all up and make them something new for another couple million. <laughs> Tell that to a Wheel of Time. They built this entire village set and burned it down in the first episode. <laughs> I read a big interview about it. <laughs> they got business um, money. Oh, yeah. you, know, you, you, you guys are bring up some interesting points, though. Like, you, know, you talk about the glassing of the planet. I mean, that's what I think that... I think the best way they could pay this off, and, and again, I, do, I don't think they're, they're necessarily the details of how they're getting there are the best... But um, would be that, you know, you have this human conflict and then all of a sudden you have a planet glass and it's like makes them kind of realize, yeah. you know, how small that whole thing is. Right. And then they have to kind of get force these people that are at odds with each other, that have been killing each other to like to figure out how to, you know, become a part of the same team. Because that's kind of like the same sort of thing that happened to the you know, in the Halo universe anyways, right? Like That's the so, books, yeah. Like, if you go yeah. to Contact Harvest, it's all about the insurrection and everything, and then all of a sudden the Covenant show up, and they're like, oh, shit. I mean, it's yeah. even like how it's... They, they justify, like, the Spartan program after the fact. Like, the Spartans were meant to fight the insurrectionists, mm -hmm. but then the Covenant came, and it was like, oh, well, weren't we lucky we kidnapped those six-year-olds? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So so I could see that. I could see them, like, blowing up a bunch of people, doing the Save at Pride Riot 
Saving pri- Private Ryan. I can't speak again this week, you guys. Um, Saving Ryan's <laughs> Privates is the one you're thinking. Saving Ryan's <laughs> Privates. That makes more sense, I think, with this uh, the way the show's going. Real movie. Don't look it up. And it work. would like right away solve my primary issue with the show. Well, my mostly primary issue with the show, which is just the stakes of the Covenant versus the humans, right? Right now, the show hasn't given that at all, other than the first right. episode. I, 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 I want to say it's going to be very. Exciting. That's what I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I, I want to say it's probably a budget thing. I have a feeling when you have episodes like this and the last episode, they don't cost 10 million, right? Not for this episode. Right. That money moves on, blah, blah, blah. They budget for certain fights. I was hoping this would be the action episode. But hey, next week should be even better then, right? I think with how well the show is being received generally and how mm. well it's performing on Paramount's like numbers uh, and the fact that it's already been approved for that second season, I imagine next season is going to be very much so like we talked about last week. Where like Game of Thrones had to ramp up to a bigger mm-hmm. budget, I think that next season's going to blow this one out of the water for sure. Uh, yeah. so do I, we know what the ratings are? Pilot season. Um, yeah. Um, the actor who plays Master Chief said it was the most watched or one of the most. Yeah, watched. Paramount, Paramount, Paramount watched. did put out put out uh, like not, not numbers but a graph in that Halo has been week over week in the top one or two most watched Paramount series uh, on the platform. So. That's that's pretty solid, especially with stuff like iCarly, which I know has like a big cult following right now. I know it's funny to say, but like even all the Star Trek stuff like isn't coming close to what yep. Halo's doing. That's super exciting, and it's probably because Xbox Game Pass subscribers got a free month of Paramount. <laughs> uh, Pablo did say that it was the this is a few a couple weeks ago the second most streamed piece of equipment entertainment in the U.S. behind Coda. and the first in Canada. Wow. There were no numbers provided, and I tried looking up where he was getting them from, but. I couldn't find anything, but you probably I mean, should, some it, internal Paramount metrics where they, yeah. right? they internal trading. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it does show you. I mean, right, this is this is a little bit off topic, but I think it does still show what the power of the IP has, right? Because it's not because it's gotten amazing ratings across the board. I, I feel like most people have been kind of. It's, they've either been in the middle, it's or, or some you know obviously some Halo fans have been very outspokenly <laughs> negative. Um, that might be a good transition right there though. So let's let's move over to Mr. Master Chief. <laughs> so yeah. obviously he's been he's been getting some the you know the source of some controversy online. Uh, you know we I I think we kind of focus on what the the real low point of the of the show this week was, but you know for some people it is still. Chief doesn't feel like Chief. I, w- I want to get some of the, your feelings on... Uh, now, Amanda, you, you mentioned it earlier, so you really like what they're doing with that right now. So I'll let you kind of like elaborate on some of the things that are standing out to you um, and like how you're feeling overall as somebody that's you know not as connected to it, this being like the games, right? Um, like how's it, how does that come across to you? Well, like when people say Chief doesn't feel like Chief, well, it's like, good because he is learning how to be a person (laughs) you know he's um he's not the chief that we know and um you got to make the show interesting somehow i mean how interesting would it be to just have i mean like think about it if you had actual master chief from the games walking around for nine hours being the way he is it would not be interesting (laughs) so i like the um i like him learning how to be a person and i really liked the dynamic between him and halsey i really liked seeing halsey scared and you really feel the tension because it's almost like you you know have you ever tried to hide something from somebody and then slowly realizing that they're going to figure it out and what what the fuck do i do (laughs) she's just like how am i going to get out of this and there's only so so far that the um you were a child you don't remember right is gonna work because master chief's not an idiot he already doesn't look like he believes the things he's saying oh yeah no that scene the tension uh, the cortana looks like in it and i really liked the um cortana rebuilding things in his visor yeah mechanic the way that worked and then it triggering his memories coming back and sort of overwhelming him almost so that he was seeing one of my favorite shots in the entire series so far is in this episode him leaning down uh, with the armor. Yeah, with where, the armor. where so it's it's the transition from okay. him being in the yeah. armor to it cutting back and he's out of it. I thought that was super. That was an amazing shot. Yeah, I think he was even in his dad's clothing. I think someone mentioned that. I don't know. I'm going to double check it, but I really oh, love the um this. I really <laughs> love the scene with him leaning over himself as a child, like trying to 
yeah. figure himself out. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. It was like, it was chilling. I just really liked the way that they framed that and the way that they showed it. And it was just, it was, it was like almost touching, you know? The way, well, he the asks way um, Cortana's looking. Yeah. The way Cortana's like <laughs> looking over him with actual concern as where Halsey's looking at him like, oh fuck, don't remember that I was here, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I think the dynamic of the chief and Cortana relationship is going to come because she's just going to tell Halsey to go fuck herself. Like they, yep. they're setting up Halsey as so in control and so like all powerful and everyone's scared of her. And mm -hmm. then her two best creations are just going to say, no, no, stop treating us like shit and really worry about each other when the Covenant stuff really comes to the forefront. I think that's going to be the, what they're building up to because the way Jen Taylor was talking in her look and everything, she was legitimately concerned during it. As where Halsey's just like, fuck, just where's the object? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and even then, you had that one scene where Katana refused to build his room, right? Like, and I'm like, okay, so clearly they're, they're trying to prevent this from happening, right? But it's like, nah, it's not, it's not preventable anymore. A big risk by Halsey, but then again, she can literally stop Chief with like a command, right? If Cortana listens. Yeah, and, so. and she said um, the, the information on the room was hidden. That's the, Cortana's like, I just, I don't have this to rebuild it for you. I'm sorry, it's too damaged. Which I think was obviously Halsey oh, making sure she couldn't do it. Definitely. So what, what was she rebuilding it from? That, that was one thing that I didn't necessarily get. Was it from UNSC records, essentially? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, just records of all the buildings and are like you know like future I, I just took it as like future plans on how everything was and how it would have looked and like because they would have had the layout of everything and when they built it all and so just and using that and rebuilding and, it yeah like, I mean, she did say something before she started how she she did say something before she started how she was going to do it but i don't remember exactly sci-fi stuff Basically. Yeah. I, I really uh, okay. like that chief corrected like where the table was placed yes. in the kitchen i thought that that was a great touch yeah, it's interesting, and, I, and that's really one of the things that you're going to get. I think His dad uh, looks like you, Abe. A <laughs> little bit. <laughs> Damn, Abe is Nick's uh, dad, right? <laughs> we come from a bad father. Oh man, I don't know what to say to that. All right, we're going to keep going. The um, one, the I one like, part of that, I scene. like. And these um, scenes where, like, you got the inside of his visor to get his reaction and yes. seeing how the HUD, the HUD looked to him, I thought were, were really good. Especially the ones that were a little off to the side. Yes, and yes. You could see Yeah, rather than looking directly time. through it and having it be mm -hmm. sci-fi cheesy, you get to it see was, him in it. It was the thing that I was waiting for, right? Like, the Iron mm -hmm. Man shot. And we yeah. did get, you know, one or two of those. But, like, this that you have it on right now, Jesse, where it was, like, the side view of his face and you like you're watching his eyes track like where he's looking uh i thought mm -hmm. that that was a way better interpretation of how to do that than just like like you said amanda like this straight mm -hmm. on yeah, like they did the mix they did them both they had a few where they were just going for his emotion and then somewhere it was so more sort of seeing how he's reacting and like what he's seeing a bit and it cut, I have it to say, every time every time i see this suit god damn do the suits look freaking it looks amazing good. they look so good Honestly, and then the noise took 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 every time they walk. <laughs> I think I think the noise is super necessary. I thought that yeah. it was a little too much in the first episode, especially mm -hmm. when there was all four of them and they were all just like like mm -hmm. horse clops around, <laughs> like doing it so much. But I think I think especially in these moments where it's very emotional, very very uh, uh, high tension for Chief, it, it's super apt to like constantly have that reminder that he is in this armor. I think I think it totally yeah. works. The one part of that scene which I was a little iffy on was the digging, just because I'm like, yeah. surely you can scan the ground, right? But they came with like a random vessel. They probably didn't have digging equipment, so whatever. I'll, I'll give it a. Pass. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, and I'm like, why are we digging in random places? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't you have something that could? Detect? And don't we have anything more advanced than a shovel at this point? <laughs> well, a shovel with cheap that, is. Uh... I mean, even that... we have metal detectors. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, that, that's one of the, and this is one of my, the hard parts, I think, that I have, like, sometimes watching shows that are obviously for adults, right? Like, they're going to say, hey, we're going to show you butt cracks so your kids can't watch it. Um, but then, you know, they you kind of, like, have all these, like, you, you think the writing would be a little, like, sometimes smarter or... I or, think it, like, it's a metaphor for Chief trying to find himself. Yeah, yeah I, get, I get it. Um, and there is a point, and you have to remember, they write... TV shows for the masses, and the masses yeah. have a lot of stupid people in them. 
they have to keep it pretty basic sometimes. There's, just, there's no getting around it. Like, there's a reason like, things are called art house when they make you think, because most people are just coming to this for dumb like, fun. Like, doesn't anybody think if you had a ship as big as uh, the one Soren had, wouldn't you have like a like a like a like a ship alarm on it? Like, if somebody was like breaking it apart oh, and like right. sending it away. Sorry, like I couldn't help but think about that. It's like how did the dude, yeah. how did your ship get taken away? You didn't even know. I think that was this episode's <laughs> biggest failing. Was just uh, the other episodes had moments where I'm like, hmm, okay, but I'll give it I'll give it some time. This one was like it breaks the suspense of disbelief you know like like you have to just go i'm not going to think about yeah. like overthink anything it's it's star wars e in in that regard you know like in star wars you never like overthink how do you get from here to here as you just just go with well it, even right? in this they're they're very quickly going from planet to planet when no, normally that's mm -hmm. you know weeks to months so right oh, speaking right. of do that shot when they were entering or entering Arrhythmus 2 oh so well done it's a uh, very good looking show they went over yeah. again in the um in the opening, they went over um, their special effects and just how much is like practical. Really, I need to watch it's those episodes, crazy. man. Crazy, like yeah, the, the debrief, the the, oh, the end of the debrief. So First half is a um, is a conversation with Jen Taylor about mm. yeah. making Cortana. She's doing and a great job. The very end, they've got a, a short thing about their special effects and like the you see the the puppet profits are really goddamn cool. And then they just go in mm. and redo their faces to make them more human. And it's like, yeah, the, the the way they've approached special effects is my my favorite way by far, which is everything we can do practical, we do practical, and we just do CGI when it, it can enhance or it's the only way mm -hmm. to do something. A very like, also J.J. Abrams right? sequel trilogy approach to it, which is very mm -hmm. much appreciated. Kirtana's Kirtana's no, far less lens flares. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I actually, I'll agree with you, Jesse. I actually am finding some of those, uh, the post-show things to be, you know, really interesting. Like, this week, I thought it was more interesting than the show, <laughs> to, see, <laughs> to be a fair, um, you know, but just kind of hearing from, like, Jen Taylor and, you know, uh, and just the way they're, that they are building these. It, it is really cool for somebody that's not in the movie business to see how those they're doing Those and the, um, the Silver Debrief right. blogs are great for getting like character motivations and what yeah so yep, the, yep. the 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 video is really good for getting like how the production went and all that stuff but then those silver debrief blogs which i wish were up by the time we did this show because it, it gives you all the character motivation mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. what the writers mm -hmm. were thinking on stuff those are really good to go <laughs> i need through. that I, I need that while i'm watching the show and it confirms things like katana's <laughs> in a chip and but just the chips and chiefs and you know stuff like that we weren't 100 sure about mm -hmm. when we were watching it um one thing I did want to say was I know people complained a lot about him taking the helmet off, taking it on, putting it off, taking it off. One thing to keep in mind as well is that television has a lot of moving parts, right? And one of those parts are actor contracts. And in a lot of them, they're contracted. Like, I need to show, I need this much screen time. Or I need to speak this much. Or I got to show my faces. I'm, you know, that kind of thing. So depending on how the contract worked out, that could also be a part of it too. I mean, you know, I, think, it, I think it does. It does also lend itself really well to, like Amanda said earlier. Like, I don't think that the show would be interesting if it was just Chief in the helmet, yeah. especially like in armor in like civilian areas. A hundred percent of the time, I it just wouldn't work. I think that people being upset about him taking his helmet off in the first episode is understandable to a point. I also think they needed to set the precedence that Chief is not going to wear his helmet all the time. Or even most of the time thus far, it is yeah. mostly Pablo Schreiber that we're looking at, rather than the gold visor on the green helmet. And then when yeah. we get the action episodes, it's just full on yeah. video game chief. Yeah, yeah. And I do have to say again, I won't show it because there's butt cheeks. But like the scene with Kai, where she's taken out the chip, the actress there, looking up her record, she's mostly done video game voiceovers, mm. and she's really good. This is like one of yeah. her first few yeah. live action roles and she's excellent she's also six foot three so she is very tall. i was wondering if she was because because uh jen taylor was talking about like when, like the like looking up and, to these girls um, riz is six one vanik's yeah. like super tall and then pablo's six three i think so yeah they're they i was wondering tall. i was like are they on are they on miniature beds or what's going how are they <laughs> well, making them look that big? i think they're actually tall so yeah. they're they're acting with actors and actresses who are mostly short in Hollywood. So I'm like the bed doesn't look that small. Like <laughs> I don't know. This is weird. What a huge benefit too for 
characters like like Miranda Keys, who is like five foot four or whatever, and like you really get that sense of Spartan scale yeah. when yeah. they're all, especially all three are in the room with her. You're like, Jesus Christ, these guys are huge. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it really lends itself super super well to to conveying like rather than having to like try to like superimpose these characters as being larger like there's no like you know peter jackson there's no egg crates a cart no, uh, a cart that's five like inch heels. feet apart yeah nothing no lord yeah. farquad walking around on stilts kind of stuff uh, yeah it's like hey hollywood it can be done you can actually hire people that fit yeah, roles like she's legitimately that much taller than her in this picture she's a large step person. on me mommy like jesus <laughs> <laughs> Um, and oh, I remember weird. people saying, oh, this show's all woke because she's got pink hair. And it's like, well, it's gun grease she's stuck in there because she's yeah. changing out. You know, she's feeling emotions for the first time. It's like, let me just do something different. I just want to. She wants to rebel, essentially, against, you know. One of my biggest problems with this episode is this, like, that stuff with it. I have zero problem with it happening. I think that it makes a lot of sense for that to happen for Kai. I think it is Kai, right? Not Vi. I keep thinking it's Kai. Vi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like the transition from her removing her pellet to her like dyeing her hair and then having like this scene that's it's it, again, like I think that it would work well just maybe in a later episode where she has like girl talk with keys with Miranda yeah, I she's immediately like, like, let's talk about feelings. Quickly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she I, was, I, even again, before like, when she, she was had the pellet, she was the most like empathetic one. Totally. I bet you if Vanek took it out, and Travis posted this on the the forums, and it was really funny. Like, it'd be funny if Riz takes it out, and she's more emotional than normal, but then Vanek takes <laughs> it out, and he's the exact same. Yeah. Just nothing yeah. changes with him. She was definitely he, the he most that edge for me. Yeah. <laughs> the, the I, I just, I just like... I, I really like the characters. Like, I think everyone's doing a great job, again, with the material that they have. But, like, for it to have been the scene where uh, Kai's taking the pellet out of her back, and then we get a Madrigal scene, and then within minutes we get a scene where she dyes her hair, I was like, come on, man. Like, this would have been super cool later on if it felt a little bit more earned. But it feels like they're playing into these weird, like, well, women are emotional, so obviously she's going to, like rebel super hard and dye her hair and like you know this like weird well also i don't think I so like look like. look where they are they have like no color and it's bland and then she oh, finally yeah. realizes wow red is a really nice color you know and uh and she has hair i don't know maybe just put put yourself in a different perspective because she's lived in a in a in a metal world with no color for so long and now is realizing how beautiful things can be and um you know? And it was gun grease, right? Like that was the other. Yeah. It wasn't like yeah. she, went she was just noticing how no, no, nice the red looked. I, yeah. and I I I guess for me it just it happened faster than I expected. Yeah, I think that's the that's, that's, I think that's, that's the point you're making. And, the, and the I problem that I have with it yeah. is that it happened it, faster than I anticipated it would. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like taking some of those scenes in isolation, I'm cool with them. I I actually I do like Kai as a character. Uh, and I think the actress actually, you know, is doing a good job. That is one area that I, that for me personally, it worked for me. But the thing that that doesn't, or the thing that again stands out, it is just like it, it like if you build up to these things, there's more of a transition. It, it feels better, and I just feel like things are just too abrupt. It's like we're here now, and now we're here, and I get why you're here, but like it just it doesn't it it doesn't feel very smooth how they get from one thing to another to now she's having this conversation and it's like i i like that conversation she had with uh with miranda you know and she's like you know like you're weird because you're human and i, I kind of like that thing right like where totally. she's like oh hey we're sisters <laughs> i actually I, that to me made sense right yeah. it's like hey we're having this realization that we're that this person is basically both of our mothers and and she was shitty to both of us and you know like and so that connection was good. I, I I enjoyed that part. But like then you just have like these things that just kind of just go, well, wait a second. Like, you know, uh, well, first of all, like uh, when the other Spartan walked in on her, uh, what's her name? Is it Kaz or, or uh, Riz? Riz, Riz, something like that. Yeah, yeah Riz. When Riz, wa Riz walks in on her and it's like doesn't know it. Like here's a Spartan. Doesn't even, it's like, are you okay? Doesn't I'm even pretty sure she noticed, but they all trust each other and I don't think mm -hmm. she cared. Yeah. 
I don't, he's not going to show an emotion. Let's go. Yeah. I know. Okay, but yeah, just like, just like, don't. I don't know. Just like, say something <laughs> about the thing in the back. I don't know. It's like you got to, you know, why, why are you bleeding your back? <laughs> something that somebody she knew. Like, she looked down. She saw. She took her pellet out, and she probably immediately told uh, Halsey. And Halsey's like, oh. I'm yeah, sure. Riz, so, Riz and, definitely knew more than what she let Kai think she knew. Like she had like, maybe bandage on her back, the bloody knife. She was right. Like, and she was trying to hide. They don't dumb. hide anything from each other. Yeah, I don't think didn't they already that, knew yeah. that that uh, chief took his out? So she yeah, was like, Kai "Oh, I guess you it. too I, now." Yeah. <laughs> I and like I again, I want to I want to clarify because I see a couple people in chat like understandably like rebuttaling. It's just I feel like. It's totally all justified, 100%. I don't think that dyeing your hair is girly. I've dyed my hair a million times. Um, it's it's just that I think, in my opinion, it happened too quickly. Like, even Chief, like, having the moment with the dog makes – almost makes sense that it happened as quickly as it did for him because he touched the artifact and those kick-started all of these memories – I feel but like when you're had, like, when you're start. flooded with emotions you've never had before, why wouldn't things happen quickly? No, totally, and that's maybe maybe it's my my misunderstanding of how of how quickly that transition happens. Maybe that's the only real problem with it is it it didn't it didn't read like it was an all at once thing. It, it given Chiefs like progression through it, it, it seemed like it was a little bit more elongated than than what it was for Kai. But like at the end of the day, I think it's I think it's totally fine. It, it didn't. It uh, like I said. I think. I think the only thing that was an issue for me was how quickly it happened. Yeah, which which I can get. Like I get. I guess I get get it both ways. Um, you know, it does seem like because somebody. Both ways. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay. um, so somebody like I have a you know I have a daughter who's uh, she's almost seventeen now, but like a few years ago she it's like one day I just come to the to and see the tub that has red dye all over it because she died, <laughs> decided to dye her hair. Like I feel like that's what she's going through. She's going through that mm -hmm. like I'm a teenager, I'm discovering myself, and that's what these Spartans all seem like they're kind of doing right now a little bit. I think that's the messaging they're doing. So I I, I think I understand what they're trying to do, and but I think to like I think to uh, you know maybe what. what maybe what Austin's trying to say is just kind of like how you're, how you're landing it sometimes is, is like maybe you could just throw in a little bit more to kind of like make it seem, uh, well, trying to you know, know the, um, the passage, the passage of time on everything, like what's going on. Cause if it really is chief going yeah. over to Aridness and they're going all the way to magical, that's if they're going by their previously given logic, that's probably about a month. Like maybe I mean, more. Totally. I think, I think it might, oh, maybe. if the show doesn't make that clear. Yeah. Problem no, it doesn't. It's yeah. like some things are happening faster for chief. Some things are happening slower for chief. And like, it, it totally could have even been like, we have zero idea how long that gap was between like her taking it out and like her dying her hair. Because like in my perception of it, and again, I may have just like missed something important here, but like it, in the way it happened in my perception of it was that it was virtually back to back. Like yeah. it well, if it's pretty much an on-off switch, like if it's not a the, these things that it just has to run through your system. If it is the sci-fi, doesn't happen in real life, but it happens in right, right. science fiction on-off switch, and then you're immediately flooded with things you've never felt before. Then I'd get it. It felt kind of yeah, impromptu totally. to me. It would be like, let's say, like you have that thing, and then you're holding an apple, but you don't care about taste. You don't do it. Then you take the pellet out, and you eat the apple. Right. First thing you need to just take a bite. That's kind of what it felt like to me. She had the gear, uh, the grease literally in her hands. She was working on her weapon, right? And she's like, hmm, let me try this. That's that's all I took from it. Totally. And I, I do think yeah. that travel is a quicker in the show than it is in, in the media, I personally think. I don't think it's been, it's probably been like maybe a week or two, I feel, is the impression I get. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because in the books, it really is such a stickler. Oh, yeah. And then it's, not, it's nothing they ever stuck to in the games. Mm -hmm. They would just end up having like four runner portals that could go super yeah. fast if they needed <laughs> Um, like for a, a movie or a TV, like unless you're the expanse, like actual science when you're going across the galaxy is never going to work unless you get to the point of warp tunnels that are super, like instantaneous, which they never did in the books because they wanted things to feel because you can take as long as you want in a book. You can have a book go over the course of right. 10 decades if you feel like, but a TV show things, they got to be snappier. So. Yeah, or, or yeah, right? in the book you could be like George R. R. Martin and make like five minutes take a decade, but um, <laughs> go the other direction. But yeah, you know, like it, it's funny as I'm sitting here thinking about it. I mentioned my my daughter. I'm like, I, you know what? Never mind everything I just said. When you when you when you have a kid that 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 becomes a teenager, 
they do have an on and off switch every day, every few minutes. <laughs> Things change very, very quickly. And that makes total sense now that I, I kind of put it, thought about Spartan it that way. puberty is a terrifying thought. It is awful. Yeah, I was going to say, they, they've definitely, they've had their puberty suppressed. So on, on, imagine all like of a sudden gymnasts. being in 13-year-old puberty again. When you're How 45 you years old. Uh, I was gonna say. Also, they literally, in the episode, they mentioned the fact that it was like a teenage act of rebellion. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. absolutely. That's kind of. Well, I think like, that's, that's what they're saying. I, I do think the material was solid. Like the way that Kai and and uh, Miranda interact, yeah. I thought was great. Yeah. I just felt mm -hmm. like it happened too quickly. It was yeah, like I, I can do that. Yeah. But hey, on uh, the flip side, it's, it's solid, solid, but it's not solid, right? <laughs> Nine out of ten. <laughs> on the flip side, now we can move on to other things. That's cool, right? Yeah, yeah. So, what do you guys think about Miranda so far? Um, Much better I, this I, episode. Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought good material. Yeah, I thought she she kind of came across better. I wasn't really sure how that was going. I I thought that for whatever reason I I liked her this episode. Um, so her and Kai in general, I think that was they were probably my if I were to like rank scenes or or moments in it, I'd put her that over the Master Chief stuff. Definitely over the you know Quanha and Soren stuff. So. Um, yeah, and it looks like she's actually five seven. That's how tall they are in their boots. <laughs> Jesus, make her look that short. Also, Vanek wow. was the best in this episode. I loved his lines. Oh my god, dude! Talking about his pig. What was the pig's name? Uh, oh yeah, funny, yeah. But... <laughs> Man, Halsey is no, like yeah. now. So I haven't read all the books. You guys have read all the books. Is, is she as much? Of, she's as much of a monster in the books, right? She's and just by the means, like think. to the extreme. If she thinks this is worth doing. To for whatever noble reason she has in her mind, she will do whatever the hell she needs to to get it done. I mean, killing this pig. <laughs> do you know what I like about that thing? I like that they gave a pseudo way out, right? Usually when that trope is used, where it's like you raise a pet, then you kill it to make sure you don't can't feel anything, right? It's like you have to no matter what. But in this discussion, they gave the way out where they're like, if you win, you don't kill the pet. And I'm like, well, that's cool. But then even if you win, the pet still dies. So I thought that was kind of a cool reversal too. That that scene told me a lot about Hulse's character. I felt. I thought I thought it was a very very good scene. I loved the like the sibling thing that they they do specifically say at one point later on. But that like even Miranda's like I always thought like my mom liked you guys more than me. Like I always thought that she cared about you guys more than me. I, I you know I can't imagine y'all ever had fun. They're like, oh no, we had a great time. Uh, we had pets. I had a dog. Like Riz had a cat. You know, Vinnick had a pig, and we all loved our animals, but they all died. So, oh man, if she gave Chief a dog, I swear that's that's pretty sadistic. They him, died as we all hunted each other's pets. Right, <laughs> him saying like, "No, I never lost," and then, and then for Miranda to go like, "Oh, so you?" I was you glad, right? Your pig, and he was like, "He was like, oh no, we had to, we we terminated it." She's like, "You mean like you got rid of it, right?" <laughs> he was like, "No, we killed it." <laughs> No attachment. Spartans uh, Also, we get to see a needler. Else. Yes, that was cool. Needler looks nice. I'm interested to see how it looks all lit up with the uh, pink needles. And it was oh, also pink. the Rosetta Stone. Yes. I was, was like, the needler is the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> I want to. I, I want to see them unload a clip and then just see somebody explode. I mean, that's then, that's what. Well, know. we know there's a fight coming that has jackals and grunts who are mm -hmm. using them, and that's. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if that was like next week. Because of, um, yeah, I don't know if you've seen the preview for next week. Uh, um, mm -hmm. It's taking place yeah. about, it's all about the artifact. And yeah. mm -hmm. so, um, but I didn't, all I saw was that they're, they're trying to get that artifact. It's probably very big and heavy knowing the forerunners. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm real interested to see what the, uh, the friggin. Yeah, hey, the episode, and episode like. title is cool, right? So I'm looking forward to that. I haven't seen the episode title it's yet. So I'm going in buying. I mean, yeah, yeah hopefully. There, like I think the next episode is kind of important for the audience and everything yes. like that. So hopefully, it's that the is no right. So yeah, because be... I, I don't think you can go like, I, I think these are fine if you, you but you got to you got to do something big, you know. I think soon, but uh, but you, one one thing I didn't want to skip over though, you, I think you guys are mentioning it with with the animals and all that. They did mention that uh, the Spartans basically are are trained so they only trust each other right like mm. that aspect of it so go, going back to what you were saying earlier you know they probably wouldn't be tattling on each other then right i mean unless they're unless they got halsey has that on halsey's probably know. one of them right i okay. imagine they consider 
Yeah, she's yeah. the she's the one that counts that matters the most. But like he even said, like, what's so special about Master Chief? And he's like, well, he's the Master Chief. It's like everything yeah, he's done, one. he's just incredible. He's great at it, and we trust him implicitly. So if they know he took his chip out or they t- he took his suppressant out, they'll just be like, okay, I trust you on this. Like, there's they are fully committed to each other, like on yeah. everything. That's why they don't. Yeah. She she didn't hide anything, and the other woman wasn't gonna worry about it because they trust each other. When she's taken yeah. out the uh, the thing from her back, it's a it's a difficult concept because none of us ever trust each other. Like I no. look at uh, OBM I s- and I just immediately think, "What? Well, when's he going to stab me in the back?" Like, <laughs> no, don't think that way. Uh, you know, one thing I thought was done pretty well this episode was it showed that the pellets are getting in the way, right? You have these soldiers that have fought numerous battles on the ground, and by suppressing their emotions and their thoughts, basically, you you're removing an entire asset of things. Like just the three of they're them, really smart. Sparks. Yeah, they're really smart. I liked, I really liked how they talked about that. How we know this, we know that, we know this, and then also their real life experience came into play. And like, yeah, so we know this, we know that, and I, I'm hoping that's like the catalyst towards, hey, maybe we should remove this whole pellet system. Like, it looks like they're more useful. And, yeah, that that's things. the Halsey side of things where she looks at you as a tool and what you can mm. do for her. In the moment, you don't do exactly what she wants, you're out. As where her daughter, who is also very smart, is like, well. You guys know all this shit. You fought the Covenant quite a bit so far. Let's work together to figure out their language, and they're able to get a whole bunch of it down. Like Halsey's very smart. She's also very single-minded so far in this, and I'm I think it's really right. I feel like yeah. so Halsey just cannot trust someone fully, no matter what. She's kind of like Batman mm-hmm. and Batman or Superman before Martha. You know? <laughs> Did anyone else yell at their television when Kai said Halo? <laughs> I mean, I said Halo with her because she's I saw like trailer, Sacred but... Ring. Halo. Halo. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, so I think that kind of covers that angle a bit. Uh, let's see here. I, we won't spend any time. I, I was just kidding. We're not going to spend any time talking about uh, uh, Mr. Gorman's uh, skinny ass. Um, <laughs> Man's in shape. I'll give him that. <laughs> he, he definitely doesn't carry a whole lot of fat out of Um So, Anybody else? So we, we talked about Master Chief's helmet, all that stuff. That's kind of a controversy. I guess that's one thing we. It's going to be a forever just, controversy. Yeah, Some people I just, just can't handle that. I got in over the books in everything. They don't wear their helmets when they're not in an active friggin' war zone all the time. Like they, yeah, they take it off and they take all their. You always see them getting their armor taken off and the friggin' even in the game cutscenes and shit. It's just. <laughs> The only thing I didn't I didn't care for is like okay then why would you wear your your armor at all if you're just going to take it off as soon as you know your your helmet off while you're driving around anyways so you know it's like you know if somebody if there's a well, it's not like sni- he can just pop it on if it turns out he there's a threat I, but he had obviously at this it, at, at this point in this point in the show Master Chief does not know about the sniper jacker the jackal sniper yeah. jet <laughs> if he knew about the jackal snipers he'd wear his helmet every time he left the house um, no but he uh, he only took it off. When he was looking at his house, though, right? At least that's what I remember. He mm-hmm. had it on for the ride. Yeah, he, he had, had it on, on, on going up to the house, and yeah. sort of. He went, it felt like he just more wanted to see things through his eyes again. To immerse himself, them. not just eyes, nose, it, yeah. the air. So that was. I, I kind of understood why it. You know, it made sense to me. The smells, the sights, the sounds, everything just mm-hmm. coming into your head like you remembered it when you were there as a kid before your parents were probably murdered by Halsey and you were abducted. Yeah, I wonder that's what, what whole planet that all was. I love when All right. Um, I think it was. I thought it was great when Chief hopped into the Warthog to like go and take them to where he thought this cave was, uh, or I guess knew where it was. That he really seemed reluctant to let Halsey even get in the Warthog. He really seemed like he was like, <laughs> "You better get your ass in. I want to leave you here." Uh, yeah, I thought that was, she I thought lied. That was she knew that memory was real, and of he knew course. she was lying. Oh yeah. He, oh, yeah. He, he already didn't really trust her. He was already hoping he could trust her, and anything that's going to erode that now. And with all these emotions and shit coming through, he's just going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> but he's still focused on the main task, right? Which is what I love about the chief, how they're showing him in the show, is that he has other things to worry about. But he knows, like, when the going gets tough, you got to focus on the big picture, which is what he's doing right now. So I'm curious if when the fallout, because the fallout will happen eventually, right? It's definitely in this season. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're building up to it. Yeah. That is not a look of trust. That is a look of. No, that was real. <laughs> Asshole, I know what I freaking saw and remembered. Oh no, Joan, that was you just your memories of the getting all, all, all Mr. Giddle. Like, no, 
your brains are banging in mash. Uh, all right, guys. So, uh, guys and gal, is there is there any other th- segments that you guys wanted to jump to before we do like our, our kind of our cap, and then we're going to move on to some some actual uh, game topics? I'm good. You're good. You guys. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's do the roundtable. Give you guys a score this week. Uh, we'll we'll start. We'll start with Amanda this time. Amanda, uh, your overall, and then your score. Um. I, I pretty much agree with everybody. I thought the I didn't like the Quan stuff as much. I think they're wasting Soren as a character, but everything else was fine. So I guess overall, like a seven point five. Okay. Again, Mister Forebear, how about you, sir? Um, I think. I think I think they're I yeah <laughs> basically exactly what Amanda said. You know, I think I think that they're missing a lot of potential. Uh, with characters, I think that they are wasting valuable screen time for more important events by s- focusing so much on magical. I, uh, I I wish that the stuff with Kai had been given more attention so that it didn't feel so immediate for me anyway. Uh, probably a seven. 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 Fair. All right, uh, Mr. Soul. Yeah. Um, so when I initially first watched it, I was more down in the episode than I am like right now, for example, just because mm-hmm. the Quan Ha stuff was like a big drag. But then, uh, I don't know, I, I'm an optimist. So hey, they got five more episodes. If they can turn that story arc around, if they can show Quan Ha having a, a teeny bit of humility, you know what I mean? Just a little bit, right? Um, like, I get it. Your, your family was killed. Sure. You're talking to Lady I had a whole planet glassed. You know what I mean? Like, either way, either way. <laughs> Overall, though, I like the other stuff. Silver Team was great. Chief continues to be awesome. Uh, in line with my other reviews, I'd give it a seven. All right. How about you, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, I'd, I'd be pretty similar. Like, I thought the Silver Team stuff was as good as the show has been, if not the best the show has been. The Chief stuff, I thought, was very good. Um, and then the Quan Ha stuff is just bad. And it was a little less than, ha- like, going through all the clips, it was... About a third for each. It's just the Quan Ha stuff felt so much longer. Um, so I'd be in that like 7, 7.5 range. If it, if the Quan Ha stuff had been better, it would be like an 8 or better. Because I really like the other... I like two-thirds of the episode and disliked one-third. So I'll go 7.5. All right. Wow. I, I hate being like the... the, the I guess I'm going to have to start going in the middle a little bit. Because uh, I always... <laughs> the lowest don't, score when you make a sandwich it. you know like they, you always put the negative stuff in the middle you put some more positive in front of that just go now, I, and be I, that person just yeah i am yeah. no this this week was my least favorite of the mm. of the shows and uh and the, the the i just can't like for me i can't like overlook the the quan ha stuff because it was such a focal point and that's kind of what i come away thinking of most of it i mean as we kind of come back and delve into some details i'm like yeah i did like that stuff but i just feel like that was overshadowed by some junk that just um i think that uh is what people are going to remember and it's what i remembered when i was watching the show so i came away feeling like i was in the low sixes and i'm yeah, and since sure. you guys are going to make me round to like a 0. 0.5 i'm going to i'd probably be more like a 6.2 ish but <laughs> I, i'm going to round it down to six six this week so yeah um but as a podcast it sounds like you know if we were kind of taking the average we're probably close to seven you know, right? Hey, High but you, are you taking into account that we had two butts in this episode? Yeah, like how I'm are they going to half a point, right? <laughs> you no, know, you know what, uh, Mr. Gorman's butt is. I don't want to see that ever again, to be honest with you. So I'm actually lowering. I probably lowered it a little bit because uh, I don't need to see his butt. Surprised his butt <laughs> didn't have a mustache to twirl of its own. <laughs> If his butt did have a mustache, I might I might raise it a little bit, but it didn't. Uh, and, and now we got to wonder. You know, we've gone. It seems like every week we go from uh, you know we go from like a, a half a butt to like a butt to two butts. So how are they gonna how are they gonna one up themselves this week next week? Human Cortana <laughs> butt. Cortana butt. Oh man. So uh, all right. I mean, but but like, like I said, it's not like the it's not like a death knell or anything like that. I I, I think it was just the show, but I I, th- I still think there's potential. Uh, I mean, it's a, and it's I a TV am, show that's going to have two seasons. They're, they're, it's going to have every episode is going to be a full on banger every time. No, it, it's not. And, 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 
even my favorite shows are not like that every week. So usually you remember the big ones that stick out. And I'm hoping next week is something that can kind of uh, bring some momentum back. So I, next week will be interesting because I think what we'll, what we'll want to do is we'll be at that literally be just past the halfway point of mm -hmm. the show. So it'll be interesting to come back and kind of talk about where, like, give it like a mid-season mm -hmm. uh, feeling, not just, you know, for the episode. So that'd be, uh, that'd be fun to kind of you know, to I have a put it all feeling together. We might not see Halo this season. Like, at least not like someone physically or like the Chief physically sees it on the ship. They got to, right? Like, you I think they'll get there at least. I think it, the final scene might be them coming to the Halo. I mean, like, I, they don't it's got to reach in this season. Then we don't see Halo, assuming they're following that deadline. I don't. Assume I don't. That. I don't think that they yeah, are. You know, given given that like this early, Kai's already using the word Halo, uh, which is way further than they were in the games, of course, or in the even in the expanded universe stuff. But I, I imagine, I imagine, like Amanda said, that I, at the very least, it'll be like the last shot will probably be like the Pillar of Autumn or something similar, like flying towards the the Halo. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, guys. Season two opens with it getting shot to shit by Covenant as they crash into the Halo. That'd be cool too. <laughs> 